Welcome to the Peace at Home podcast. I'm your co-host, Sinan. And I'm Jamie. And we have a special guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, shit. We do introductions on this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Rob. Uh, and uh, I, if you know me at all, you'll probably know me from Praxiscast. Yeah, not from not from his many other projects. Just definitely don't look up what he was doing over Christmas. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a single joke about Actually, that sort of Jamie, thing. Jamie, can I him. can I have like an old man crank opinion still, even though it's like months after we did our uh, Q and A session? <laughs> can I say that foie gras is actually fine and the geese should just shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow, I see we've opened controversially for 2024. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, very good. Um, I noticed that we've completely derailed from the topic before I've even mentioned the topic. Um, <laughs> this God, it's is, like it's, <laughs> right, peek behind the scene. We started with what is apparently just like the general riff bonus episode, and now I have to be all like serious this, to talk about Turkish nah, history. We we, and, yeah, we're not seriously. We don't have to be right. serious. It's an unserious country, you know. But I am going to do the... Yeah, so the, is the, Britain, the, but, you know. Like. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, maybe these countries are the same. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so, Jamie, I, we're going to play the, my favorite game whenever we have, like, a long time between episodes. Jamie, do you remember what we talked about last time? Nope. Okay, well, okay, well at least... I appreciate, I appreciate that this time Jamie didn't even fucking try. He didn't even give me, like, the courtesy of being like, um, about it. He was like, nope. <laughs> no chance, mate. <laughs> ask, ask someone else. Ask whoever the guest was. I don't even remember who the guest was. Or was Juliet Jakes? Um, that's who it was. Yeah, that's a bit embarrassing. Oh, we talked right? about the football. Well, there yeah, that was that was, the, that was the bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, no further questions. <laughs> just like no, I refuse to answer any further questions on this matter. Okay. Well, in that case. I, yeah, if me... my memory's shit, you must have quit. <sighs> God, that's... I hate that we release these in the order that we do, because that makes no sense. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> All right, okay. Um, let, let, let me paint a picture, perhaps, of the background, because paint every time we do an words. episode... Yeah, um, imagine, if you will, a country where nothing works like the government is incapable of governing so like just just take a minute to imagine what that country would be like for a second what would <laughs> yeah it be yeah like? I'm, just... I'm 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 making a real effort here yeah like it's, it's super surprising imagine a country where a center-left well theoretically center-left political leader did surprisingly well in an election and then uh, everyone started calling him a communist and a terrorist well, whew, strange. It's very strange. Yeah. It's strange. God, the past really is a foreign country. Am I right? Um, <laughs> now, now imagine if you know, like, imagine the UK after 2017 election, but where Jeremy Corbyn and Theresa May had basically the same number of seats and basically the same number of people not willing to work with them. So they had to constantly do minority governments and swap places over and over again. That's basically how Turkey ah, worked so in what, the late what, 70s. What, you, what, you, what you're telling me is Turkey in the late 70s is, is, is where the Liberal Democrats finally, where Ed Mania finally strikes. <laughs> God, no, um, the, the funny thing is there's, there wasn't really a Liberal, like there, that sort of party didn't really exist. You basically had like, the party that held the balance of power in the in the late seventies was this like far right like Islamist party, 
who weirdly were willing to do deals with both sides. They were just like, yeah, we'll do deals. Uh, Jamie will remember the time a coalition between the center-left party and the far-right Islamist party almost collapsed over a sexy sa- statue. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. I remember that one. Yeah. That was great. That was, that was, re- that was really normal <laughs> and a sign of a functioning <laughs> democracy yeah. was, when, was when that happened. When your government collapses over a pair of granite tits. That, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, that about sums it up. That's not, that might not even be the most ridiculous uh, instance of a coalition collapsing in the history of Turkey, but it's up there. It's pretty close, I would say. Definitely top five. So, yeah, late 70s is like this. And we talked, I think we talked a little bit about that uh, little experiment in communism they did in that district in the northeast of Turkey, Fatsa. Uh, JB will probably not remember that, that little little communist project where they decided what if we had democracy and democratic councils and the people could recall their representatives. And the Turkish yeah. military basically panicked. And yeah, yeah, they had, to, they had to like go in and like storm the place. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And that was, a, that was a bit of a dry run. For... Was that when we had Jack on? That was, yeah, because I felt like, you know, let's talk about this really interesting project to try and actually do some... Pre- like, get elected as a communist. Well, he was an independent, but he was just a communist. He was, he was endorsed by, like, every communist group. Uh, which is rare. There's some rare left unity, I guess, actually, given, <laughs> given, how, given how, uh, how many splits and such, as, as there must be, of course, uh, the Turkish left have had. Um, and so he was supported by every left-wing group, and he decided, well, what if we did, you know, we got elected, and then we tried to do communism. It turns out the answer was that the military would come in and arrest everyone. Um, t- shocking twist, I know. So the military comes in and arrests everyone. That poor guy who led them, I think he dies in prison of a heart attack, which is really sad, because uh, he actually, uh, he actually, re- he was actually very popular when he was running the place. Weird. <laughs> I wonder why that yeah. was. Um, but yeah, they do this dry run on a coup. And, and Jamie, you'll remember the incident where the head of the military was like, I need you to handwrite a report on whether <laughs> there should be a military coup or not. Like, handwrite yeah. the report. Like, he was, he was oddly specific about handwriting the report. That's like, that's like the thing that gets me whenever I read accounts about this. It's just like, no, he, he specifically was like, you need to handwrite it and sign it and everything. And it was, it's such an obvious, like, I'm making you the fool guy if this goes wrong. <laughs> sort of thing like so if i try to coup the government and fail which i guess in turkey is pretty unlikely um but you know if i try and fail well here's the guy who signed the report so i'll blame him for it I act like that's he's pretty the boss one though i like that that's a that's a good that's a good bit that's a good strategy yeah like i i have to say yeah you know like that he's covering all the bases in fact that the guy who becomes the effective military dictator of turkey Kenan Evren. Uh, he was very careful to sort of sound out the left and the right-wing factions in the military. And what that means is people in the military who were close to one party or the other. Which is, uh, yeah, that's, that's fine and good, actually. I think that's, I think that's a per- sign of a perfectly functional military and a perfectly good sort of like relationship between politics and the military. I think that's fine, you know, if that's what you're able to do. Uh, there, was, uh, there was sort of a failed left-wing coup attempt at some point in Turkey. Um, where they, where their basic plan was, we're going to do Baathism, but without like, well, <laughs> I don't want to say how they thought of it because it's going to make me sound like I'm saying it, but they wanted to do Baathism, but without the, um, well, how, how should I put this? The, the noted, uh, difficulties that occurred in Syria and Iraq 
uh in in that which was that they were they were just going to be like what if we were birthism but in nato kind of but also leave nato maybe question mark um that would have been kind of interesting that's an interesting idea you know wouldn't have worked probably well it didn't work the coup failed because they uh they they started it a day early and got caught so you know bad news for them but yeah, so we, we end up with a military coup and they arrest all the party leaders because they're like, the party leaders have fucked it, basically. Every party leader has fucked it and that's why we're in economic crisis. So we need to arrest all the party leaders and ban them from politics, which is great. You know, that's a sign <laughs> of a military yeah. hunter that is doing a good job. That is a strong and stable military hunter in the national interest. That's what I, that's, that's, that's what that is, everyone. Exactly. Ban all, and they banned every single political party. Like, every single pre-military coup political party was banned, and remained banned, um, pretty much forever, except one. <laughs> well, except two. Two of them didn't... Two of, they, they all got unbanned, but most of them never formed again, except for the, like, far-right party and the supposedly center-left party, uh, which is the Republican People's Party. The party of Turkish Keith, who... God, did that nickname turn out to be prescient in so many ways. We, we, I absolutely nailed it calling him Turkish Keith because everyone was telling me like, oh, calling him Turkish Keith's unfair. He'll probably win the presidential election. Oh yeah? Well, <laughs> how'd that turn out, everyone? Turns out I was right and everyone else was wrong, as usual. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just being a smug prick about that because like, it was like that's unfair. I couldn't He's tell. Gonna... I, thought, yeah. I thought you were being very reasonable there. I was being magnanimous and very humble about how correct I was. Um, <laughs> you, were, you were made of molten rock in that particular moment, were you? That's, that's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so we have the military hunter, and the military hunter immediately bans all the political parties, and get this, it bans uh, strike action and most of the trade unions. It's weird. How does, why did that happen? Funny how that happens. It's so strange. Oh. I, 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 for one, am astonished that that would, uh, that would possibly happen. And they, 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 you know, I told Jamie about that referendum, the constitutional referendum, the, the absolute dog shit one that made no sense, where they were like, do you want to approve the new constitution and also approve the current military hunter leader to be president yeah. for another seven years? Now, I don't, I don't think there was a massive constituency of like, no, I don't like the constitution and yes, I want to vote for the guy or the other way round. I don't think there was like a massive group of people who were being disenfranchised by that, but it doesn't look great. Especially, uh, this is the referendum that my dad famously like just because they had like soldiers in the voting booth and shit like that, according to him, and he just like voted no, really, like publicly mm -hmm. in front of them, and was just like, "Yeah, fuck you, I hate your guy, I hate you cunts, and I hate the constitution, fuck off," and just <laughs> put the ballot in, which is great fun. Um, but yeah, that, that referendum ended up like 91% in favor of the, the new constitution for some reason. No one can say why. I don't know why that would have happened, personally. I, just completely normal. Hold on, I need to just send a message to someone who's just sent something to me and tell them I'm recording something. And <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, leave me alone. Um, and now they're famous. Yeah, now they're famous. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry to my friend who uh, is a, so it's a friend who lives in Japan who's woken up at five a.m. and has decided to Bob make that my problem. <laughs> um, so that's that's good. That's that's always good fun. So 
I'm trying to remember where we were. Oh yeah, the referendum, the fucked referendum. So do the fucked referendum, and they have like the fake parliament. They have like a fake parliament because they're like, oh shit, people in Turkey are used to there being a parliament, so let's have like a fake parliament that's um th- that like where they just appointed a bunch of people who were like just prominent. They basically went around and went, you're kind of famous for business, so you're going to be an MP now, and they just brought in a bunch of like. People who have no business being politicians, really. They're just, like, medium biz- medium-sized business owners, mostly, or, like, weird economists. A lot of weird economists, actually. And, like, a couple of people who were MPs who were, like, you know, they were approved MPs. They were, they were good MPs. They were the good ones, you know. The, the right-wing ones, in a shocking twist. But they, their whole idea was, like, we need, like, an actual political class to, you know, do the politics because we're generals. And we can't do politics because we, we don't know You're how generous. to run like it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. we don't know how to run a health department. Like, who's going to run the health department? Not, not fucking, you know, the rear admiral. He can't run the health department. What does he fucking know about it? So we get like, we get like someone who, private, who does private health care to do it or something. Actually, that is pretty much what happened now I think about it. That's actually probably a pretty direct and specific example of the kind of thing they did. But yeah, they... um. But there is a partial return to democracy. That's kind of where we start today, right? There is a partial return to democracy. So you still have uh, the the military hunter, you know, the formal military hunter. You know, it's still around, right? And it and it still approves sort of candidates for this election. So it, it goes. It's sort of like okay, we're going to have elections, and we have to have multiple parties. There's this recurring thing in Turkey where whenever people try to have elections, they're like. We need to have we need to have more than one party because otherwise it doesn't. Otherwise, it doesn't really people, work. Fun, yeah, yeah. They're like otherwise, otherwise well, people I mean, might catch on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, well, <laughs> shit. You know, um, we should probably we should probably have a count. We should probably have like multiple parties just to make it look, you know, normal. Um, yeah, but then just like do little do like the cool thing where there are technically like multiple parties, but like you know the the whole general party still wins like ninety seven point eight percent of the vote. Everybody just goes, yeah, yeah, they they just they just really yeah, love that's their legit. generals. Yeah, that that's legit. Yeah, that's that's literally Egypt, right? That that like I I got like psychic damage from this like Egyptian um this not Egyptian but BBC article like years and years and years ago. About Sisi, who General Sisi, who's there, like oh yeah, oh that, that's f- fucking uh, incredible, yeah. That article's like he's not afraid to lean on his sex appeal to win support, and I'm like, do you <laughs> to just be think fair, he like, wears a wow. uniform? I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what uh, what he looks like. I'm not, I, I'm not looking. I, I I do know what he looks like. He looks like you know the 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 Taiwanese copy of Muammar Gaddafi in his latter shittier days. Like it's oh it's my- you know. <laughs> I mean, this He's guy, not, like... Not hot, hot, not hot colonel guy like younger Gaddafi, who, you know... Yeah, I know I talked Gaddafi, about this you know, before, but... Rawr. Yeah, younger yeah. Gaddafi served. That's how... That's, um, anyway, um, yeah, this is what he looks like in the uniform. He just looks like... He just looks like one of them, like... He looks like a sort of, like, security guard. He doesn't look like a general at all. He just... But also, like, are you telling me this man with a receding hairline has enough sex appeal to win 90% of the vote in an Egyptian election? I don't think that's what's happening. I just don't think that's what's happening. I've just posted pictures of CC in the, um, in the Discord. <laughs> I just don't think that's what's happening here. 
Like I, I'm just, I'm just not convinced. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we have like Egyptian listeners who can clarify whether there's like he has like a big constituency among Egyptian like, maybe, women. Maybe, maybe, maybe Egyptian women are just really hot for guys who like stored nuts in their cheeks for the winter. Like it's, it's, it's yeah, always a possibility. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. He, he certainly looks better in the official portrait. You can tell because they put like makeup on the bit of his scalp that's showing. <laughs> they like clearly God. put makeup on him. <laughs> He's a little guy, though. Like, this is why are we like? Why is this just an age of dwarves that we're being ruled by? I mean, this is you know not. Yeah, cool. like uh, okay, I found a picture of uh, Donald Trump next to him. Donald Trump's not like short. He, he's like he's not short, but like look at how he towers over him. <laughs> like Donald, Donald he, he, this is. I mean, it's him. A, it's it's. It's it's, yeah. it's him. It's Sunak. It's Bakrol. They're all like they're all like. Is Keith also like a t- like a little tiny tiny he's little five guy eight. as well? He's much shorter than me. Um, he's yeah, two inches yeah. shorter than me. Sorry, not much. Fucking Corbyn was Putin also short. Well. To be fair, Putin's um, about four foot tall. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, well, he is also like a yeah. little, little little dude, little Lego well, guy. That picture of Trump <laughs> and Sisi has great meme potential. I've just realised. That absolutely has great <laughs> meme potential right there. I kind of like that. I might, I might have to think a little bit on that one. Um, God, just any excuse to talk about Donald Trump instead of the actual topic, apparently, today. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump giving a thumbs up there with a fa- facial expression. Between his face and the thumbs up, looks like someone's just asked him, did you just go through at the back, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't really get it. I'm not. I'm. I'm very confused by that BBC article I read years ago. I'm still confused about it to this day. It's so. It's going to stick with me forever, basically, at this point. So, we we need to. Uh, yeah. Sorry. We need to get back to the topic because we talked about uh, balding Egyptian military leaders for a bit too long for a podcast about Turkey. I think that's like the third time we've mentioned Egypt on the podcast, and it's too many times. I think probably about two too many times. So. Yeah, there's a partial return to democracy. They're like, okay, we need to have um, we need to have parties, multiple parties, but everyone has to be uh, everyone has to be approved. Like, you can only have approved candidates, so you can't have anyone who is banned. Uh, you know, you obviously can't have anyone who is banned from um, you know from politics before. So you can't have like uh, Bülent Ejevit, who was the leader of the Republican People's Party. Uh, before and was might have been prime minister. Actually, to be fair, I think Suleiman Demirel was prime minister, but you couldn't have him in as um, as a candidate, right? And that, and you couldn't have Suleiman Demirel as a uh, as a candidate. Uh, and these are two like giants. The, the the entire like you know like in in the UK, I remember there was like another BBC thing. I promise this is the last time we mentioned the BBC, but there was a whole thing where they're like, "Oh, the seventies. It was the Ted Heath versus Wilson decade or something." And I'm like, no one fucking cared at that point. I was in like 2010. No one knew who the fuck these people were then. Like, yeah, like no one knows who the fuck those are. Was like, Ted, Demerel... Ted Heath like the massive nonce? Nonce. Uh, I want to say yeah. He well, was the boy, dead, he was so the old nonce. He's dead, yeah, so I he won't say that. Yeah, I they think... had the yacht. Yeah, he was. Wait, the yacht? Yeah. Isn't that Montbatten? He had the um, nonsing yacht. Yeah, yeah. The yeah had a... No. Yeah, Ted Heath had a yacht just for, like, uh, child abuse. Oh, okay, hold on. I'm going to look up Ted Heath yachts. I did not. I thought, I thought that Way was just, heavy. like... Yeah. Uh... He had a yacht called Morning Cloud. He had, oh no! He had five uh, no, yachts. Yeah. Oh yeah, Morning Cloud. But actually, it was a series. It was five yachts, all called Morning Cloud. 
did he presumably when the one got too full of sex crimes he got a new one yeah like yeah presumably like you can only nonce in a state of the art yacht i don't know i'm not a rich person so I, i have no clue but yeah okay well ted well there you go um I mean, he's a Tory politician. I assume all Tories are nonces, to be honest. Like, that's just my default position. It's a safe bet. Yeah, any politician who's in the Tory party is a nonce. Any politician who is to the right of uh, Jeremy Corbyn is also probably a nonce, is my j- default position now. Uh, entire, yeah, <laughs> not to get, not to get like, QAnon about it, but, like, they're all probably noncing, to be honest. Not to get too QAnon about it, but we will definitely be getting QAnon about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, we will. We, I will now. I will now detail how Keir Starmer. Welcome to the Turkish Scare Podcast, where we really push the envelope and see where we land. Okay, I think that's where we'll come back with the, after the musical break, because I probably, <laughs> probably can't say that, um, the thing that I just said and publish it. So we're just going to leave it alone. But uh, yeah, we will be getting a new, we'll be getting shirts out. Peace at Home ISIS shirts uh, coming soon. God, I love the Red Scare ISIS shirts. I kind of wanted one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll get my ass kicked for wearing it. So, oh uh, yeah. So you can't have people who am I gonna re- am I gonna regret it if I ask what Red Scare is? I know it's a podcast, but like, what what what's the deal? Uh, yeah, you're gonna regret it. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, you will. You you, you know really you know regret it. But, you yeah. know you know like the stereotype of Chapo, like the stereotype of that of what Chapo is like, the centrist stereotype of Chapo. Right. It, it's it's like if that was true, and oh, it right. was women doing it. That's that's basically my understanding yeah. of it. I've never listened to an episode. I've like bounced off anything to do with them. I just don't care. This is kind of my main thing. But that's like the vibe I get from it. Is it's like the stereotype of Chapo, but it's done by girls. That's it. And 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 they also hanged out with Alex Jones, I think. Which is oh yeah yeah well, they've, they've, they've really like yeah. Well, this is the thing, because once you start getting into, like, just shocking people, that's all you can do. It's like Ricky Gervais. Except Ricky Gervais isn't even good at shocking people, because he's too much of a fucking pussy to do it. Yeah. Um, Won a Golden Globe, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, anyway. Yeah. Hope some <laughs> for being a <laughs> Well, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to bleep some of that probably, but anyway, <laughs> um, I I love a good old Jamie. Well, the bleep. bit where we want to. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're gonna, okay. Well, on account of him the... being a massive cunt and all, and probably. A okay, all right, okay. <laughs> this is, this is... Yeah, <laughs> ask me about I... this being my first time doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever no I have on this podcast I don't know if I've ever had anything that had to be blocked out on someone else's podcast before I might have done I might have been practice cast actually because I'm pretty sure I said Ian Austin's a dog nonce multiple times yeah, but probably. as I've established through a I basically did a 40 minute YouTube video to justify that I can legally say that so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Ian Austin if you're listening Your to Honor, this I would like my, to I... Sorry, go ahead. 
<laughs> Your Honor, I would like to I would like to cite Kose Kobas Sedan as my evidence in this case. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to submit my own YouTube video as evidence that like him suing me for calling him a dog nonce means that he's probably a dog nonce. Like, like, why would you sue someone for saying that, you know? But Ian Austin, if you are listening, just make my day, bitch. Um, just, just try it, man. I just, just, yeah, just if you are listening, Shit. Um, well, this part of the edit is just going to be beeps and music and like cut bits and stuff. Like, what am I gonna, what's going to be left in this section is going to be really interesting. I can't wait for Jamie to listen to this bit of the episode. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm going to have to. Anyway, did you want to talk about some Turkish democracy or yeah, are we, we going to keep was, this bit rolling? Because I've got to... material for days, I can promise you. <laughs> Oh god. Um okay, all right. Okay. So where the fuck was I? All right. Um yeah, so the new um so the new parties they have to be founded by uh, a certain number of people who are approved by the military hunter. So like um you need 30 people who the military hunter doesn't think are like, you know, subversive communists or whatever to form communists. Their, um to yeah, well yeah, you know. To, yeah, to to form their to form their coalitions and parties and stuff. So a lot of um, a, a lot of like effort was put into like uh, just sort of reviewing who would be in the next parliament. Like they went through the candidate lists and stuff like that, and they were like, "No, can't have this guy. Too cool. Um, too associated with like far right. You know." Um, to associate with far right stuff, but the funny thing is that um, they sort of deliberately. I, I kind of love this because it's like, it's kind of like in Turkey they explicitly do the things that we do kind of implicitly here, but and also they do it via the mechanism of a military hunter instead of by like you know four hundred years of like deference to nonces or whatever. But the the military were like okay we need to specifically tweak the like laws on who can participate in politics so that we can have one large center left party and one large center right party exist and i'm like huh that's int- i wonder what that's about why why are they um why why is that happening um <laughs> But yeah, they 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 try and tweak it so that like these sort of political formations are allowed and they form these um uh, so you end up with sort of like two center right parties and one center left party at the end of it which is you know classic just just a classic and these parties kind of form around so like, all right we'll start actually let's start with the center left because that's the easiest to explain so they form a party called the uh the, what's called the, yes well yeah well they form a party that's called uh the populist party Hulkja um, which is um, which is a uh, basically it's meant to be sort of like uh, indicating that it's like the Republican People's Party because you know it was Jumhuriyet Hulk you know so Hulkja Hulk you know it's meant to sort of like evoke that idea and in fact their logo is uh, is a sun with arrows coming out of it which uh, you know uh, six arrows iconography kind of. And also, like, uh, populism is... Well, like, like actual official... arrow arrows, not, like, just, like, lines. 
Yeah, these are kind of like hoplite spears, somewhat ironically. So this is what the like party logo, the Republican people, current Republican people party logo is. But those six arrows are like, you know, it's 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 the established symbol of the party for since like nineteen. That is kind of cool. That has like a sort of that has a sort of that has sort of a GDR aesthetic. I like that. That's kind of I I can get with that. Which one, the Republican People's Party or the Populist Party? The the bottom one. The, oh, the, the Republican People's Party. Pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty the boss. six arrows. Yeah, it yeah, looks like um, um, the, the arrows are reminiscent of like the fucking little logo Lego spacemen have on their chest. <laughs> maybe that's uh, maybe that's <laughs> what they were trying to indicate towards. But yeah, so this party is intended as like, oh look, we're the uh, we're the center left party. We're we're the successors to the Republican People's Party, although we're not officially the successors because we're not allowed to be, you know, a successor party. But you know, wink. And no one really fucking fucking cared at this point, you know. But but they but they um yeah they they run and they do you know they do as about as well as a centre left party can do, which is terrible. Um, the centre left has always been like this, but they're led by a guy called uh, Nezjed Jalp, who is a um who was I think he was Isma Inonu's like private secretary or something. He he was basically a bureaucrat. He was a he was a bureaucrat, and he, and uh, for some reason, center left parties in Turkey love electing bureaucrats to be their leader. It, it's like uh, like Jamie, you Turkish Keith. I told you about Turkish Keith being a tax yeah. bureaucrat. He was a tax bureaucrat before he was a politician, which is, I think, a pretty good indication of how fucking pointless he was. He's a he's they basically got an accountant to be the leader of um. To be the to be the leader of a center left party and wondered why that didn't work and didn't excite the masses. It's no wonder Mince was so popular in the first time anyway. He ran second time not so popular. But yeah, so so the center left is generally electoral center left in Turkey, such that it is center left. But you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll sort of play along with the bit. Um, they sort of stay intact. They're, they're sort of like, yes, we are the, you know, we're, we're going to remain intact. We're going to be one party. That doesn't last into the decade. A lot of different center-left parties form uh, rather quickly. Uh, but for this first election, everyone's kind of like, okay, we need to be one party and we're going to pick this nothing person to be the to be the sort of leader because no one can get... It's kind of like Keir Starmer. The whole idea, the theory behind Keir Starmer is that he was so inoffensive that... Like, who could be mad at him? And it turns out, everyone. But but that was kind of like the, the philosophy here. And then you have two centre-right parties form. And this is where things get a bit interesting on the Turkish centre-right and right. So there's two distinct sort of traditions that emerge here. Uh, so one is represented by the Motherland Party, or Anavatan, who are led by the Screaming Bee. Jamie, you'll remember the Screaming Bee. Yes. Yes, they're the, they're the Screaming Bee Party. That's their logo. Um, and they're, they're led by a guy called Turgut Özal, who is a... Uh, wow, he... There's a lot going on with this guy. Let's just... Um, let's just let's just sort of leave it there for, for right now. But he... Yes, uh, yes, the Screaming Bee. I love that I kind of love that you... Yeah, the Screaming Bee. We should make that a shirt, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah... Um, yeah, they're also the ones that BAP were trolling. 
They they were the ones that BAP were trolling, Jamie. If you get BAP, there you go. The BAP logo is in the Discord. As whenever I mention BAP, it's just like instant. He, he has it on standby. I swear to God, it's a he fucking has- sticker incredible. on it. It's a sticker I on the Discord. That. Oh, it's a sticker on the Discord. I don't spend any time in the Discord. Really, I, I have to. I have to spend my time in the other Discord I'm in because um because that's where the people actually talk. Yeah, calling out our um calling out our patrons right there. Also fucking hell. So in the speaking of the other discord, someone's just posted that picture of the XL. Bro. Wait, are you are you giving your patrons shit for not talking your discord? That's a- No, I, I don't I actually <laughs> don't. Is, I, I love actually, this vibe. I actually don't I, I actually have to be like I have to actually put my cards on the table here, which is that I don't actually care cuz it makes my life easier. Um <laughs> like that the, genuinely that makes if you don't this is such a vibe man god yeah do, do <laughs> how many hours have we spent talking to each other robin you're just you're just getting this now about me like <laughs> i'm i'm really like channeling donald trump for 2024 i think that's the idea but yeah so we have the motherland party and the idea with the very motherland s- party is very sad very sad discord yeah. sad yeah, low Sinan. energy, folks. It's very empty Discord. People don't <laughs> low energy Discord. People don't know that about him. Yeah, a lot of people don't know it. You know, <laughs> nowhere. No, I was gonna do a Trump bit. I was caught between doing a Trump bit and maybe talking about the the, the motherland party. And I was just like, Ugh. anyway. Um, so. The Motherland Party, you can think of it... So you know how, like, the Tories in the, like, 80s and 70s and 90s, to an extent, had, like, had, had like sort of, like, its Thatcherite wing. You know, the neoliberal, the, like, neoliberal true believer, sort of, like, fuck you, we're going to privatize everything, and we're going to sort of... We're going we're gonna to sort of embrace elements of, sort of, like, a more liberal society, but the... And also, but the exchange for that is... You ha- we're going to do the liberal, capital L, liberal, like, economics on you. And we're also going to have a state that disciplines you if you try and, like, move away from all of this stuff. That, that, that's sort of, like, the just really, really, like, quick summary of neoliberalism, which, by the way, yeah, Ian Dunt, neoliberalism is a real thing. It's not just something people are saying to you because you're bald. Although that is also a reason oh, why you're a neoliberal. Oh, shut the fuck up, Ian Dunt. Yeah, well, good. We're not, yeah. We're not, if we're doing dump discourse, we're gonna be here for a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move swiftly on. I was just kind of like that was an unnecessary drive by. I have to admit, but I had to. I felt like I had to get it off because we're talking about neoliberalism. But yeah, so it's this neoliberal sort of like we're gonna sort of liberalize society, sort of liberal conservatism, where they're like, okay, the state can't, re- shouldn't really be that involved in your personal life, but also conversely, it is very involved in how you engage with the economy. And we're going to create programs that discipline labor and we're going to ban trade. Well, not ban trade unions, but they are significantly going to ban trade unions. And we're going to restrict their actions and we're going to empower the private sector to enforce the things that the state can't enforce. All of that sort of thing. And then there's this sort of uh, nationalist democracy party, which is a much more... um, It it is a much more sort of... uh, nationalist the idea here is that it's a nationalist political party and it's there's this sort of split in the turkish center right that that sort of emerges more obviously later on where they have a sort of neoliberal tradition sort of like your thatcherites if you like but they also have in turkey what they call like a populist center right tradition but like 
populist in the sort of Republican People's Party, you know, six arrows populist, not like, but but yes, like, you know, like, um, populist like Donald Trump, but not like in that specific expression of it. But they're much more sort of like ideologically Kemalist. They're much more sort of, um, they're sort of kind of okay with the government doing, they, they don't think communism is when the government does stuff, but they do think it's when the government does too much stuff. That's kind of that's kind of like the vibe of this sort of, but and their whole thing is like we're nationalists, we're we're not in favor of the EU so much. We don't think that like gay people should be allowed to exist and stuff like that. You know, standard. You know, like kind of like Boris, like Boris Johnson kind of thing. You know, we'll we'll, we'll nationalize shit if we have to nationalize it and it's popular, but also we we don't we don't like um, we don't like people being different. So it's, it's, and and obviously it should go without saying that all of these parties are like pretty racist <laughs> like pretty fucking racist but the other uh the other thing is that none of these parties were legally allowed to criticize the military coup so if they criticized the military coup during the election that's basically so part- cool yeah part of the conditions <laughs> for being a political party at this election being founded as a political party and participating in it was that you're not allowed to talk about the military coup you can't um is not not allowed to mention the thing. That's a- <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You are yes, not allowed to mention I the really thing. Like that. Do not discuss the incident. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about it because the whole. The story, <laughs> I suppose such that there's an underlining philosophy to all of this. The underlining philosophy behind the like 1980 military coup was well, first of all, anti-communism, obviously. Second of all, like a, a chance to sort of enforce rigid discipline on the working class by the capitalist class. But then it was, um, but then the other thing was it was meant to be like a great reset. Like the idea, it's kind of like the 1960 coup. The 1960 coup did this, you know, a new constitution. And it was meant to sort of like be a moment where Turkey, the 1960 coup was like a moment where Turkey sort of embraced democratic potentials and sort of like ideals and such. This one was like, okay, democracy, uh, you know, like, okay, we like the performance of democracy. But we just did 20 years of, like, attempting to do democracy, and it went very, very badly and resulted in, like, years of lead. So why don't we do, like, we have multiple parties, but also we, like, rigidly persecute anyone who's outside of the mainstream of politics. What if that? Would that, would that form a stable political system? And, and that, I should say, in the background of all of this, and it is something we will talk, we will dedicate an episode to, but it's going to have to be better thought out than this one. In the background of all of this, the sort of Kurdish struggle for national liberation has, has sort of de- entered its modern iteration of its military phase. So the current, like, PKK and such, uh, their sort of activities began in 78, I want to say, but the coup inflamed it, obviously. <laughs> like, obviously the military coup pissed everyone off. It pissed off pretty much everyone who wasn't, you know, a centrist. All far right. Although the far right were pretty annoyed by it because their party got banned, which I think was uh, very funny. Um, <laughs> look, it's funny when it happens to them. Okay, that's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, so I've presented you your three options. You've got neoliberalism. You've got like Keir Starmer, uh, and you've got like Boris Johnson. But shit. wait, I have to have neoliberalism or Keir Starmer. Yeah, sorry. I mean, 
it's unfair to call him i don't think i don't think had he come to power he would have been he wouldn't have been allowed to come to power anyway that was the whole point but uh unsurprising guess who won the election everyone what, what happened who, what do we think happened in this election That they all uh, talk about the thing, and then other thing happened. <laughs> no, they didn't talk. Like they absolutely, um, they absolutely did not talk about the thing. Uh, the thing, but the the interesting sort of thing that did happen was that the uh, some of the parties had uh, basically they had candidates struck, so they had ga- So the way elections in Turkey work is it's a party list in in specific constituencies. So some of them have like gaps in their party list because the candidates got banned, which, you know, I guess I guess it's unfair for me to tell you like ask you to guess what the result is without talking a bit of the uh, talking a bit about the about how it all played out in the election. So we have three parties: the Motherland Party, the Populist Party, and the Nationalist Democracy Party. Um, I'll go. I'll pick an order. All right. So the so the so the populist parties like okay. Here's the deal, everyone. We're not talking about the event, but what I would like to do is uh is is provide unemployment insurance. You know, like benefits. I w- I want there to be benefits. And you know that's that's cool. That's fine. And there there is this sort of famous moment where um Turgut Ozal and um the leader of the populist party get into mad beef about privatization and he basically screams at him on national tv which is fucking great um i i wish we had that kind of energy in our debates to be honest but he um but he but yeah so they they're like we're gonna do you know we're gonna do state intervention and we're gonna have unemployment insurance fine uh, so, you know that's great I, I i you know i don't think it's perfect but i think that's like probably the best you're gonna get the Nationalist Democracy Party came out with their policy, which was like, we're going to do the exact same thing as the military hunter the past three years. We're just going to keep it the same. It's going to be great. It's going to be tremendous, folks. You know how great the last three years have been? We're going <laughs> to do that. Um, cool. Yeah, I, and, and they basically, basically all of their like election stuff was like, we're going to fight terrorism and anarchy. We're going to ba- we're gonna make anarchy illegal and terrorism illegal. And it's like, that stuff was already illegal, I think. But okay, cool, lads. Yeah, but now uh, it's no extra one- illegal. That's right, yeah. Uh, now, now they'll be subject to summary judgment, as is my new favorite phrase to say because of HBO's Rome. Um, and Turgut Azar basically runs on like, I'm going to privatize the fuck out of the economy. You're not going to believe it, folks. We're going to privatize stuff, and then we're going to get this big windfall, and then everything will be perfect forever. Which... Oh, so it's yeah. like a melee situation. Yeah. Except that he can't talk about of, the thing, so he's not on anchor. Admi- admittedly, it's not that, um, it's not that extreme. It's, it's not like we're going to we're gonna ban. We're gonna disband the national bank level of extreme. Like Malay is like on another fucking planet compared to Turgut Ozal. I would never like like Turgut Ozal. Like at least has the affect of being a serious person, even though he's a dickhead. Like Malay is just like a, a literal cosplayer who has become the president of Argentina by some series of fucking mishaps. And God, are they paying for it? Possibly, literally, actually. But yeah, I, 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 yeah. 
he's like, we're going to do privatization and we're going to get this windfall and it's going to be great. It's like Thatcher, it's Thatcherism. It's, it's, it's kind of like Thatcherism without Thatcher, which is somehow worse than Thatcher. But, the, but there was sort of a general public perception that the Nationalist Democracy Party was just a military party. And part of the reason, you know, that they were under the direct control of the military. And part of the reason for that was that they were led by a, uh, a general. Uh, from the army, who, who was also saying we're just going to do the military hunter, but with but by election, and also this guy has killer eyebrows. The leader of their um, of the military party, he has some killer eyebrows here, just fantastic. But yeah, he's he's uh, yeah he was he was a uh, he was not really a character because he did not do very well in the election. A spoiler alert: this guy did not win the election. In case anyone was wondering. So that leaves you with two choices, which is the Motherland Party and the uh, Populist Party. But here's the twist. The, um, the, the head of the military hunter came on TV and was, like, warning the public um, not, not, to, not to vote for specific parties. Um, because he was basically, he came out and he, was, he basically tried to use reverse psychology on the Turkish public. He came out and he was like, oh, I'd really hate it if you voted for Turgut Ozal. You know, he didn't say his name, obviously, because <laughs> that would have been too much. But like, he was like, I really don't think that we should privatize the economy. And, you know, I really, really don't think we should, you know, ban trade unions and restrict them, even though I did that. I don't think we should do it. And then everyone was like so pissed at the military government at that point, they just voted for him out of reverse psychology reasons. So that's, that, that's, uh, that's a good <laughs> idea. So, so, okay, guess who won the election? Uh, and I will drop a picture of it. I will have a picture locked and loaded because he has a cinder block ass head. Ooh. Uh, was it the, uh, the, that is... you said the Homeland Party? Yeah, the Motherland Party. That's the one. Yeah, it, it was. That's, it was. That... That's why, that's why <laughs> that's bad, the, the Homeland Party sounds like That's like the Betamax like knockoff of... Yeah, uh, yeah, of, of Homelander, right? <laughs> Motherlander. <laughs> but yeah, he has a cinder block ass head. Like just, just a real cunt, Turgut Ozal. But yeah, new, new guy to hate just dropped. Um, <laughs> so this guy, this, yeah, I feel like every decade in Turkish politics, like when on this podcast, we find a guy that we hate or that one of the hosts hate, and it's my turn now. This is the guy I hate. <laughs> Um, him and the military guy, to be fair, <laughs> but um, obviously, obviously, for multi- it's a bit unfair because for multiple decades it was Alparslan Turkesh and it was Ben because that guy did not go away. And ironically, in the nineties, he's going to come back. So um, by then, we might have Ben back for the podcast. Uh, but you know, so just to give you the full results, um, the Motherland Party got forty-five percent of the vote. The Populist Party got thirty. And the Nationalist Democracy Party got 23. So the Motherland Party wins a majority, barely, 211 seats. You needed 201 to win a majority. Barely got in there with the, um, with the backlash against the, uh, against the military government. So, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of interesting stuff going on there, I think. A very fair, I think it was a very fair election. A lot of people think this election was rigged. I think it was very fair. I think it was. I think it was the most fair election that's ever happened in Turkey, by some margin, probably. Um, I'm just. 
I'm just kind of looking through some accounts of the of the election, and a lot of them are like, "Damn, Trigger Ozo, he had such great charisma." And I'm like, "Really? That guy? This guy? <laughs> that guy had like amazing? I mean, they said like, oh, his charisma was excellent in comparison to the to the other candidates." I'm like, "Well, yeah, one of them's a bureaucrat, and the other one's a military official. I can't imagine that they're like, and they're not exactly fucking Cicero, are they? Come on, <laughs> like, what is going on?" But what we've we've set up uh with these parties we've set up an excellent thing that's going to happen which is that the entire political spectrum is going to fragment into lots of weird parties we're going to get even weirder parties with even weirder names like bap this is this is the era of bap <laughs> god that was such a good bonus episode like it was yeah. it was so so good like we're going to we're going to get bap for at least one by election you know, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have social democratic parties possibly. We're gonna have parties with the word left in their name. It's gonna it's, you're gonna love it, folks. It's gonna be so good, and not at all like a complete fragmentation of any reasonable political opposition to the right. That means that the right governed Turkey basically uninterrupted for uh, I want to say f- uh, sixteen years in various forms. Oh, you mean it's the you you mean it's the Dutch government? Yeah, it's it's also like the like the British it's, government actually. Basically, to, to sort of summarize, Turkey since the nineteen eighties has been allowed three years of a left wing party leading a government, and that's it. Well, not even a left wing party because they formed a coalition with the far right party. So, like, how left wing are you really? But I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself a little bit there. So that that is the election, and Turgut Özal is sort of—is he a great reformer? Is that what he is? I'm not—I'm not sure. That's how I'd describe him. I describe him as a great something, but he is. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens with Turgut Özal as prime minister. There's uh, there's an assassination attempt. Uh, he keeps um, he does neoliberalism. I, I feel like it's kind of. It's kind of a shame how his how his assassination attempt went down, but we're probably going to have to do a whole episode about it. Uh, to sort of like, I kind of want to skip to the end with Turgut Özal because his death is a um, is a really kind of still controversial thing that happened because his family genuinely believed that he was uh, assassinated. Like they really, really strongly believe cool. he was assassinated. Is it because he said the thing? No, he didn't say the thing. No one said the thing. No one said people. People didn't say the thing until like 2015 in Turkey. That's how like not saying the thing it was, you know. And he, um, I kind of love this like conspiracy theory about as well. Okay, I don't know that this is 100 percent a conspiracy theory, but basically, there's this idea that Tur- so we're skipping to the end of Turgut Özal's life. There's this idea because he was prime minister from. 1983 to 1989 then he becomes president and the thing about being president of turkey is at the time not now obviously is that you don't you don't really have any formal power you're basically a glorified like constitutional lawyer and you you know you go abroad and you shake hands and you make people feel important that's your job you're the queen basically you're a rubber stamp who can sometimes say no but the queen doesn't (laughs) even say no that's all you are that's like at this time now it's obviously now it's completely different, obviously. Like it's um, now Erdogan has made the presidency an executive office and all of this stuff, and you know, and obviously, you know, back when Ataturk was the was the president, it was executive presidency and all of this stuff. 
Um, but they, but would, but the theory with Uzal is that he, so he's president until 1993 when he dies. He he dies in office, which is very unusual. I don't think, I think he, I think only two Turkish presidents have died in office. Um, but he he dies in office in 93, and obviously 93 means that like the Soviet Union's collapsing, and you've got all of these new Turkic states that have popped out of the Soviet Union. You know, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, uh, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan. And Kyrgyzstan. See, I remember. I remember them all. I remember them all. I think. If I forgot one, no one's allowed to say. Um, certainly, don't say it in the Discord. That's all I'm saying. Um, but the, <laughs> but the theory is yeah, that he was Sinan planning. Doesn't read the Discord because you all post yeah. like little I, bitches in there. I actually do read. Well, if there was anything to read in it, I would read it. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but the but anyway he um. The, uh, the so the theory goes he was going to create a great Turkic union. Because of course he fucking was. He was, Excellent. and that he'd already. And oh, pan-Turkism! Oh, great! Yeah, oh, that's... here we go. Yeah, we did a whole episode about Hell, various yes. pan-Turkisms. Um, I kind of find it funny that Turanism, which is the biggest and most ridiculous pan-Turkism sort of type thing, was actually. Why invented... did it not simply eat the others? Well, that's yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that is kind of the question. <laughs> uh, it was invented by a Finnish person. And not a Turkish person, which makes it somehow more ridiculous, actually, when you think about it. But actually, he, he, I think th- you'll find it was uh, invented by J.R.R. Tolkien, but that's a whole different thing. Oh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> See? Uh, but, <laughs> I, the thing is, I know... Anyway. Some people <laughs> will listen to this and laugh, but, you know, <laughs> others Yeah, don't, like, I know, I exactly, I know exactly what that's about. Um, so, but I'm just not... Um, I'm just not engaging with it. Um, but he, um, I don't know what it's about. Really? Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, you can look it up after the, after the stream. Um, <laughs> um, after the stream, after the fucking I was going to say, we've got to wait for us to do a stream now. Yeah, well. we've got, yeah, we've got to do a Hitman stream right after this, actually, Jamie, I forgot to mention. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, mate. Um, but yeah, so there's, um, so he was going to do Pan-Turkism. He was going to do Pan-Turkism, but someone didn't want him to do Pan-Turkism, so they poisoned him or assassinated him or something. And I don't think this is true, but I, 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 I don't think it was true. I don't think he was going to do that. I don't, I don't think he was going to, um, he was, he was going to, um, you know, he, he, he was going to, he was going to do Pan-Turkism, but they did exhume his body. And they did find that there was poison in his body. But they, but they found poison in his body and they were like, well, the cause of death is still unclear. And I'm like, are, you, are we sure about that being the case? Are we, are, we like, are we like 100% sure that the cause of death was unclear? Because <laughs> like, I feel like maybe the cause of death could have been the poison. I know that's controversial. But like, if you found poison in the body, there's so, you have to give some like, credence to the idea that he was poisoned. Maybe by accident, I don't know. It could have happened. But his wife really strongly believes that he was poisoned. Which I suppose is possibly fair enough, given that they did find poison in him. So on that note, I think I think we've um I think we've uh we can wrap ourselves we can wrap we can wrap ourselves up. No, we can't do that. We're not zipping ourselves into a suitcase on yeah. British TV. That is not what we're doing. <laughs> we're gonna, we we're can gonna stop this recording the- and then we're we're 
We're gonna we're gonna stop this recording and say the thing all over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say the thing and also talk about which slurs we learned this week in an homage to Red Scare. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Rob, would you like to tell people where they can find you? Uh, well, if or they can wish to listen to more of me, uh, they can, or, or, or not, uh, or join a Discord that is fun, but that's premium. Um, <laughs> they can join uh, PraxisCast. We, you know, it's one episode a week. We have the usual uh, premium uh, five pound a month Discord stuff. Really fun Discord. Um, and um, then, you know, otherwise, yeah, that's about it. I did some Well, There's Your Problem a while back. Uh, talked about Everest and, you know, but yeah, New Year, same Britain. So listen to podcasting as praxis. All right. Well, there you go. Um, that that is uh, that is the episode. So we, I've got to go edit this now, basically, because I'm off to, I'm off to, a, I'm off to a musical tomorrow. So I have to edit this tonight. <laughs> um, I actually am going Which to musical? watch a musical. Um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, what musical? On, on the uh, ah. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, on the invitation of my partner. Uh, so that'll be fun but yeah uh everyone go join our patreon if you want the bonus episode where i think we tried to talk about a crypto bro but then we completely got derailed by a sex cultist which yeah if that doesn't make sense to you it still doesn't make sense to me how that happened so i guess i guess go and uh, go and figure that out go go join the patreon and figure that out we'll we'll uh we'll see you there or otherwise we'll see you in a couple of weeks bye-bye see ya bye